What's going on, family? <laughs> so yes, you heard me right, family. <laughs> I was thinking about something a while back, just being my normal silly self. And uh, I started to put it up on Facebook. You know how kids, uh, when they don't, when they're growing and learning, sometimes they say words where they miss letters. So kids, instead of saying family, say family. Maybe that was something I used to say when I was when I was younger. But I was thinking back on that and how funny that was. And I was like, you know what? I might actually put that together, even like as a, something on a T-shirt, like family. But it really means fam are we, because I say fam so much. But anyway, that's gonna take me to another topic later on. If you tune into my Move Mondays uh, live stream tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time because your boy is getting ready to start an apparel line. Yes, Aaron Hill plus, let's see, how could I, how could I set this up? Aaron Hill plus some of my quotes, some of my ideas, some of my sayings, plus t-shirts, like, Cool form-fitting t-shirts and shirts like this cut off workout shirts what's up Greg thanks for watching hey bro we got to connect soon or talk soon man I want to get to your center man to do uh, to do what I'm doing man it's this piano this meditation stuff uh, but yeah so imagine uh, you know me plus or my my sayings and that kind of thing plus uh, t-shirts cool you know t-shirts different colors or what have you where you'd be able to get whatever color you want and cut off shirts like this um those things equal aaron hill is actually about to come out with apparel that's kind of crazy and i just had a brainstorm on it a few minutes ago tune in tonight at 7 p.m for move mondays to hear the whole story of that today we're getting ready to go to self-care journey session for the day and right now i'm pasting the notes in the chat so that you all can follow along i'm really excited about this topic for today and just this journey period hey cheryl thanks for watching i don't know if you know but my mom's name is cheryl too so all cheryls are pretty darn special to me <laughs> okay attention and meditation this is the 10% happier self-care journey. Today is January 27, 2020. There is growing evidence that shows that mindfulness and meditation practice increases sustained attention and inhibitory control. And I just realized something I think I have. Yeah, I got a couple typos in here. So if you all see the version that I pasted on uh, Facebook, excuse the typos, I, for some reason, halfway through when I was typing the word uh, mind wandering, I kept spelling wander as wonder, go figure, getting old, <laughs> hey Ms. Eva, thanks for hanging out, there's a growing, there's growing evidence that shows that mindfulness and meditation practice is, increases sustained attention and inhibitory control. In some ways, I want to say, like, you know, this is kind of a given, but in other ways, I want to say, like, it can't be overstated enough. Just how it really does help us with our attention 
increasing our attention span and our inhibitory control. Strengthening these two cognitive processes, which is what those two things are, here's what that does. It allows us to be more fully present, to resist our impulses towards distractions, to selectively filter out irrelevant information, respond more wisely. I think we all could use a dose of that. <laughs> Accomplish tasks with less mind wandering and effectively increases our overall efficiency. Um, if I just go back through that list again, I, I really appreciate those, um, those aspects and how they even talked about it in this, in this course. Because all these things are, are characteristics that I myself can relate to, and either they are part of my personality or I've always been actively working on them. So if I take it back to uh, strengthening these two cognitive processes, and once again, those two processes are sustained attention and inhibitory control. The first thing is that it allows us to be more fully present. I would say all of us could use more of that. And as a person who has not only actively worked on that, but kind of, it's kind of like a, a part of my personality naturally, I can definitely say that being more fully present just is one of the, the it's one of the most fulfilling traits you can have for life and for, for having a, a fulfilling quality of life. The second one is it helps us to resist our impulses towards distractions. One of the things that I've noticed on my self-care journey in the last, I would say like six weeks, is that I'm not as, I've already been, I've always been an even kill guy, but with certain things that might have triggered me or, you know, as we say, irked me or got on my nerves, it just didn't. It was like I had this, this new like protective layer of space in between myself and between the, the thing I was dealing with in the moment, you know, there was like this space, there was this gap. So instead of it being right up on me where, you know, as soon as it happened, I was immediately affected. It was like I was able to, it just, it had a gap to get through and it, and I could notice it. So I could notice it and notice if I was, if it was something that could possibly trigger me or, you know, I could assess it without, becoming the you know the situation or even if I was noticing a feeling that was coming up in me I could have the feeling and tend to it without becoming the feeling you know without it like completely overwhelming me so it really does help to resist our impulses towards distractions um, and really on that tip I kind of feel like I went in a little bit of a different direction so I'll say one more thing about that you know things that naturally just kind of pull us away. You know, the flashing lights. Like when you're a kid, it's the bright colors and flashing lights. So as adults, you know, this practice of meditation and mindfulness, it just, it really helps us to uh, resist being just naturally distracted. We're just naturally more focused. We're gonna talk a little bit more about that in a few minutes too. To selectively filter out Irrelevant information. Hey, Coco and Jay Richardson. 
Edith, Cheryl, thank you all so much for hanging out. I hope you're having a great one. It helps us to selectively filter out irrelevant information. Sorry, I'm just giving you a wave. <laughs> Kevin Walker, what's up, bro? I just saw recently your event for your birthday, bro. Man, that's great. If I don't happen to make it, bro, have a happy one, bro. Good talking to you recently, too, man. How to selectively filter out irrelevant information. I think this is something that all of us could use a healthy dose of, right? There's so many things we deal with on a day-to-day basis when we're like just going about our day that it's just we don't need to take it in. I was just telling somebody about this the other day who's a, a friend of mine that takes in like a lot of energy from other people, other situations, like just can't help it. And, you know, I recognize like that that comes from being an empath, but it also can be very much overwhelming and very irrelevant to like what you need to focus on so yeah practicing mindfulness and meditation helps us definitely to selectively filter out irrelevant information irrelevant emotions that we don't need to take on irrelevant problems that don't have a damn thing to do with us (laughs) even though they might be like problems where you know you can empathize with or you know it matters to you in some way but Again, like we take on too much at times. So the next one is how to respond more wisely. To me, that is kind of wrapped up in what I was mentioning a few minutes ago with that gap that I'm experiencing. Like I can respond in even better ways because again, there's the thing here that I I see or that I'm witnessing or experiencing. There's this gap and then there's me. And I could recognize that I don't have to be that situation or I have to get caught up in it and it naturally allows me to respond in a more wise way you know I can think farther about the consequences of my actions I can I can think about whether this has something to do with me or whether this is not about me Um, so I cannot take it personal I can I can have more time to empathize maybe with the if it's something I'm dealing with with a person empathize on the person or the situation, you know, and that helps me to respond more wisely. I can think about the fact that, you know, even if I get upset, this still has to be taken care of. It still has to be faced. And then I can say, well, if I'm going to have to face it anyway. I might as well do it without the damn headache, <laughs> without the extra stress. So it definitely helps you to respond more wisely. The fifth thing, how to accomplish tasks with less mind wandering. And that's, again, these are all like reframing of, of similar concepts. But um, yeah, your, your, your attention has increased. How to affect, it teaches you how to effectively increase your overall efficiency. That was the one that kind of summed everything up. Hey, Michael Orr, thanks for watching. That one was one of the things that kind of uh, summed it up for me. Because the way that it increases your overall efficiency it's like all those things combined. You're able to focus more. When you do focus, you're able to sustain it longer. You're less pulled away by the distractions. You're able to notice when your mind is wandering. Um, you're able to apply self-compassion or empathy towards others or to the situation. You're able to take a deep breath. You know, you're able to remember like, okay, this could be triggering. This is about to be triggering. Okay, it's like having a... Uh, a uh, 
an immediate response team. That's what it's like. It's really like having, you know, practicing meditation and mindfulness regularly. It's like having an immediate response team where you have thoughts that rush to your mind that are healthy thoughts as opposed to the toxic thoughts or as opposed to the toxicity of maybe what you're dealing with or the challenging nature of it, you know? And I'm going to be honest, the funny thing is, even though I'm talking about this on the side of dealing with tough things, something I mentioned a while back in one of these uh, sessions is when I realized one day, long before even reaching this journey, that this was also good for the amazing distractions in life too, the good things that happen to us. Because you can also become too attached to good things as well and that that rob you from being or let me not say rob you it can it can make it be where you come out of your place of peace or you forsake like your your even kill feeling for like something that's overwhelming problem is I mean something that's overwhelmingly amazing but the problem is when you do that first of all all good things come to an end so you're going to be disappointed when it does. You're going to feel a sense of loss. Uh, second of all, it it makes you put your your stock as far as your 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 security around yourself and maybe even your um, your uh, self-esteem and all that kind of stuff. It makes you put it on something that's that's temperamental or temporary, as opposed to having like a fixed center where you just. You're just at peace, just right where you are, and not with the extra good and not with the terrible bad. It's a balance. And that's the thing I'm learning out of everything, like, and I'm appreciating. And this is something that's always been a part of my, my mindset. So next I want to tell you about a study that was published in the Science News magazine. That's, that's pretty interesting. There was a study uh, that found that 5,000 people from 83 different countries across all ages of mind, all ages of mind, I meant to say across all ages, <laughs> mind wander about 47% of their daily life, 47%, no matter what they're doing. Now, that one, that part of this uh this study is something that, you know, is pretty like, wow, that's interesting. But at the same time, that's not, as they say, the kicker. Here's the, here's the deep part. 47% of people most often wandering to something connected to negative self-reflection, which turns out to be causally linked to their unhappiness. So now I'm going to read that whole thing again just to put it together. A study published in the Science News magazine found that 5,000 people from 83 different countries across all ages mind wander about 47% of their daily life, no matter what they're doing, most often wandering to something connected to negative self-reflection, which turns out to be causally linked to their unhappiness. I don't really think I need to even go down a rabbit hole to over explain that. I think it's pretty simple. You know, the only thing I'll say is that I, I'm, I'm a person who thinks a lot, you know, who my mind wanders and a lot of times it goes to 
things that I feel are constructive and positive. But after reading this, I started thinking back and I was like, wow, it does, which the thing that keeps me health, happy and healthy. But I didn't realize there were some places where my goal was to think through it in a positive way, but that the focus that I had and while I, while I had that intention, the way I was doing that was by thinking about something that was negative about it, you know? Um, and it was, it's healthy as needed because that's how you sort through things and work things out. But at the same time, I guess the thing that it brought to mind for me was to pay attention to make sure that as my mind goes in different directions, as our mind goes, you know, in different directions, and we think about all the various things of life, to just make sure as we're reflecting that it's not always on the negative. And, and if you find that it is, immediately, you know, use that as a time to flip it around and say, okay, let me think about something actually positive about this scenario or situation, as opposed to just a reflection of the negative aspect or what I didn't like about it or what I want to change about it, what have you. Like, there's a time and a place for that. But I, yeah, it's, we should, we should pay attention to the pattern and just make sure when we have our self-reflecting moments about different things in life, um, or when we have our mind wandering, that is not about, it's not consistently about the negative aspect of the situation. I think that's a, that's a, that was a big take home point for me in reading this and um, not reading this, I'm sorry, in studying the course and, and hearing them talk about this. Kevin English, happy Monday, bro. Thanks for hanging out. Okay, last couple things and then we're gonna do a quick a quick uh, meditative practice, maybe a, a minute, probably be 60 seconds or, you know, or so. And then we're gonna get out of here. So one of the biggest benefits of practicing focused meditation and mindfulness and this is something that i wrote that's i guess you could say an original quote uh that came about after you know listening to the details here in this uh, course one of the biggest benefits of practicing focused meditation and mindfulness ironically as soon as you notice that your mind is wandering your mind is no longer wandering instead you're aware in that awareness, you realize you have a choice of what to pay attention to. This inevitably increases sustained attention, inhibitory control, and naturally, and you naturally entertain less distractions. I forgot to put the word you there, so let me add that. And again, these notes are in the chat. Like if, if you all want to go back and even um, be able to spend more time with them for yourself, you can read them by looking in the chat. So the main thing I want to point out with this is really that first point again, because it's so simple. Hey, Karen, happy Monday. Thanks for hanging out. I hope your weekend was well. This is such a simple point, right? And it's so obvious. It's so like, well, of course. But I think we should just take some time to just let this marinate. Ironically, as soon as you notice that your mind is wandering, your mind is no longer wandering. And that's what's going to take us into this practice that we're going to do in a few minutes, um, you know, with breathing, because it's such a simple thing. And that's why on Facebook a few minutes ago, I just put up a, a post where I said, let me see if I can refresh my screen so I could 
And if you can, do me a favor while you all are watching. Drop a line and let me know how your day's going and how your weekend was. But I put up a post about meditation and how simple it is. So I said, it takes a simple childlike innocence and attitude to meditate at the deepest levels. And that's what it is. And so this, this breathing practice, this mindfulness, um, if you just remember that it's that simple, then you can prepare yourself to you know have the right attitude towards it. So last but not least, practicing keeping your attention on the breath helps to cultivate sustained attention. It helps to inhibit the impulse toward distraction and emotional reactivity. So these are my thoughts for the day from attention and meditation. I hope you enjoyed that. And this, uh, for those that don't know that are just following along, this is from the 10% Happier app. If you look it up on your Android or iOS phone, you'll find it in the, uh, the app store. Great app for meditation and it has a ton of resources within it. So check it out when you get a chance. So as we bring this, this session to a close, we're just going to do the 30 second breathing technique and then we're just going to follow it by at least about a minute or so of putting this into practice where we start out with the breath, we focus on it, and then when our mind naturally starts to wander, we allow for it, you know, in some ways we encourage it. <laughs> Because it's how you are able to eventually find peace in the midst of the chaos, you know, not by trying to resist it. Whatever you resist, persist. Whatever you um, fight, you ignite. So we're going to take a, a few minutes to do that. And yeah, just take a deep breath, you know, for all the times that we don't take a deep breath. So you can do this wherever you are. Uh, you don't have to be in a perfect environment. Um, you can be driving, just don't close your eyes. <laughs> um, and other than that, you can also use this to come back to if you decide, you know, you don't want to do this right now. You got other things to do. So let's just take a moment to settle in. And with this quick meditation, we're just gonna take the time to focus on the thing that's the most simple, but yet the most effective and the most vital in life. And that's just taking a few deep breaths. We're gonna take long, inhales, long inhales in and long exhales. And if you like, you can use the words in and out to help you to track your breath and to do what we call noting. So let's take a deep breath in and out. Take another deep breath in and out. And one more final deep breath in out.
So if you like, you can actually continue with that practice with long inhales and long exhales. You can continue to practice breathing deeply in that way, or you can just allow your breath to return back to the normal pace. But we're gonna take a few more moments to just kind of stay in that space and to just focus on continuing to be with that breath. The thing that's the most simple, and the most vital, and the most available to our equation. So while you're doing this, it's pretty common for your mind to wander and to just start to get caught up with all the things that need to be done, the long laundry list of responsibilities, reflecting on the events from yesterday or focusing on the events for the future. And you can just allow that to flow as it does. Just be sure to make a mental note of where your mind is going. And just know that it's okay to allow for this flow. It's okay for these thoughts to be there, these feelings, these emotions. Just tell yourself, no matter what you're feeling, that it's okay to feel this way. take another moment to come back to focusing on the breath and taking deep inhales and exhales. So let's take a deep breath in and out. Take a deep breath in and out. One more final deep breath in. practice or allow your breath to go back to its normal pace but let's just take about another 10 seconds to just stay in that place of presence that mindfulness that non-judgmental space of what we're feeling and where it takes our mind the live stream that we're on right now or that you're watching or it's just a stream of your daily activities you can always use that practice to be able to take you to where you need to be um, to de-escalate to de-stress from you know a moment of stress or a moment of being challenged 
just use that time for whatever you need. So I hope you all enjoyed that. I'm really enjoying this journey. I was thinking about it, you know, earlier today before doing this session. The thing I'm so appreciative about today's time and the ability to do this is, uh, you know, I'm a person who I'm always in school. In fact, I, I was thinking earlier when I was brainstorming on what will be my new line of apparel. That's kind of crazy to say that. Uh, I'm probably going to have a shirt that's like that says like AIS, you know, always in school. Um, it's, it's the way I always have felt, you know, whether I was in school or even after, because I'm always studying and learning. So what I'm appreciative about that is that now, you know, with something like this, as I'm studying and learning and in school for mindfulness and meditation and learning a craft and, you know, becoming a practitioner and hopefully a teacher, you know, and all that kind of stuff myself, even as it's unfolding now, um, I get the chance to teach. I get a chance to share. I get a chance to take everybody else on a journey. And that is really, really exciting. You know, it's, it's, yeah, I'm so appreciative of these times for that reason. So I'm glad that I can learn. I'm glad that I could share. And I'm glad that also I could get the practice in as well, uh, you know, with what I'd like to do as far as this field to become a person who is helping others with meditation and mindfulness. So thanks so much for hanging with me for this journey. I hope you enjoyed this session for the day today. Um, again, look at the notes that I put in the chat of this message and the music that you hear in the background is from my newest project, which is called, um, actually, this is a part of, this is actually a single I released. Um, it's called Breath of Life and it's part of a two song, I don't wanna call it an album, but I guess you have to call it that. <laughs> which is uh, my first guided meditation. And this is the music that's behind that meditation. It's called Breath of Life. So you can listen to it that way or you can listen to it by itself like this. And that's on my website, AaronHillTV.com, or you can download it on Spotify, Apple Music, and all those other good places, as well as my YouTube channel. You can check it out there. So check it out. Let me know what you think. And then last but not least, if you'd like to support me in continuing to make content like this and the other content you see, look for that info in the description or comment section of this video. Word of the day is up next or a word of day that is. And then look out for Move Mondays tonight. Tune in to Move Mondays tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Talk to you soon. Take care. And as always, be well. Peace.